Hey, party people. Um, it is Tuesday night, um, August the 24th, 2021, and the time is 9.15 p.m., and this is episode 15. Um, yeah, I know I said I was going to talk about school and the mock classes, which they did happen today, and it's still a very dope experience. I have to tell y'all what happened afterwards. So my roommate, Shari, um, she needed to go get a bedspread for her bed because I keeps it cold up in here. The air conditioner is on my side and she's like, oh, no, it's not not a problem. But now she's sniffling and coughing and stuff. And I'm like, girl, you better go get a blanket because what I'm not going to do is turn this air down. Um, And she's been okay with that. Um, So. I just got a message uh, about Tony Browder. I need to check it out. Um, So (laughs) we were going to go get a blanket and we were going to go to um, the Mall of Egypt where I got mine from. And every time I get home, um, Jinx, who is one of the returning teachers, they don't come back until tomorrow. So whenever we get home, he's always checking in, like, is anybody going walking today? Because I think that's his thing. Like, he's a wanderer in that way. But Jinx is special, y'all. He's so special. So I was like, yeah, we're going to go at about 3.30. Join us, blah, 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 blah. So we get downstairs, and we're headed to the mall of Egypt, but we had decided not to pass the dead horse because that's just a no-go for for all of us. Um, So we decided to go another way through this huge, like, sandy area. And I'd be damned if we don't get halfway on the other trail and we smell another dead animal. Not only do we smell it, we see the bones. So I don't know if the area between our place and the Mall of Egypt is just some kind of fucked up burial ground for animals. I don't know. But we were like, no, let's not do that. So, (laughs) oh my God, y'all. So, um... We start heading back towards Saudi's, which is the grocery store, which is in the opposite direction. Um, but we can't get blankets there, so. <laughs> so, Jinx represent, I mean represents, recommends that we go to Fadoos. Now, Fadoos is where I went to go get my headshots. Remember when I told y'all it looked like I was going to go get a back alley abortion because the place was so dark and it was a back room in a back room? Thank God Nancy was with me. Well, that's where Fadoos was. And I didn't know how close it was because driving to Fadoos, if, if you go, depending on where you come out from, you end up having to go up past Mall of Egypt, turn around, and then come back down. So I just didn't have an idea of how close it was. And it's off inside a complex. So imagine driving into what looks like paradise, and then you pass through the gate, and it's, it, it, it becomes this wild mixture of Cabrini green mixed with um Harry Hines mixed with I can't even explain it y'all I can't explain it it really is it's different it's just it's people living off in there it's people working off in there it's hella ghetto um but it's 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 hella peaceful kind of thing it's just it's a weird kind of going inside a a community within a community within a community for deuce now in order to get to Fiduce, we got to cross the highway. And 
for you know when he when we suggest when he suggested I was like let's do it let's do it because I have I've been watching people walk in front of cars since I got here, but that shit is harder than it looks, y'all, because it's literally buses, trucks, bicycles, not bicycles, but like motorbikes. Motor, it's no motorcycles. They ride like moped motorbikes, um, and and it's it's people are getting off work so ain't nobody waiting on nobody all they're doing is blowing their horns that is it and most of the time they're not blowing their horns because you're trying to cross the street they're blowing their horns because they're trying to the cab guys are trying to pick you up and take you somewhere so they can make their money so we start walking and trying to find a place to cross this highway uh l is it l i think l y hot is 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 the uh service road anyway we're trying to find a place to cross. Now, mind you, I'm with Shari and I am with Jinx. They're both white and um, they both have this, this curiosity that I don't have, this curiosity for kind of adventure that I don't have. So we're all three walking and we're kind of following Jinx because he's the person that, who kind of knows Fiduce. He knows a little bit of the language, the Arabic language. So it literally is He's walking, and then I'm walking, and then Shari's walking. Now, I told y'all, Shari been sniffling and sneezing and doing all kinds of stuff. I don't know. She might have COVID. I don't know. Um, but anyway, she's like, she has started lagging behind us. I mean, like, several steps. So, we're looking for a place to cross the freeway. And while we're walking, I see two opportunities to dart my black ass across this freeway. But I don't take it because I'm with other people, and it would be rude to leave them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Jason is chasing us. It's not like Freddy Krueger is chasing us. So I'm, I'm like, be mindful, Kamika. Be mindful. You with some other people, and once you, you know, once you do something that makes somebody feel betrayed, things change. So I, I get that. So we're walking anyway. But we finally got to a point where I was like, I'm out. I see too many moments. And I just went out into traffic like a goddamn me frog and frogger. And when I tell you, <laughs> there was this one moment where I had made it. A, now, mind you, there are no lanes. There are no lanes on this motherfucking freeway. I made it past what would, where, where a set of cars were. But mind y'all, the cars, because there are no lanes, there's no equanimity in the spacing in between cars. So... You may run, run out where there is no car, and then there's a car right there because there is no lane. So I run out, and I get out in front of, there was a space, and I run, and then I start running up against another car. Like, I'm literally running next to a car, and then I have to stop, pull back, cross into behind that car, and then stand to let another car go by that's in the next nun lane. But there's a motherfucking me bus headed straight for me. Headed straight. And I'm like looking at the bus, but I'm breathing hard and I'm pushing my like moves, you know. So I, the car passes and just before the bus like gets close enough to me, I cross in front of that car. And then I have to backpedal a little bit, sidetrack, and then run forward where a car is literally coming at me. And then I make it across. I look back. And Jinx, two Arab Arab ladies, two, um, he called them aunties. Two um, Arabic ladies, Arabic, Arab, I don't, I don't know, Arab ladies. And 
Shari are like coasting across the street. And he said that. He was like, I'm going to wait for the Andes to cross. Y'all, Jinx is something else. So they making it across in their own sweet time. And then Jinx stops and buys some bananas off the street. And I looked at those bananas. And they did look good. But I was like, I cannot buy the street bananas. I cannot. And maybe, you know, I, I don't know. They just, I was like, I can't, you know, I just made it across a freeway and I'm frazzled right now because I felt like I was on a football field with the football, you know, and, you know, playing offense and trying to get to the goalpost. I don't even know what I just said. So now I'm sweating and I have on a long sleeve t-shirt and my tennis shoes and socks because after somebody told me about the sand mites, I was like, maybe... What happened was I had been out in that sand and brought some mites in. Because sometimes I'll come in, take my shoes off, and sit on my bed, cross legs. I don't know what happened, but all I know is, like, I'm super extra careful now. Get to Fiduce. Once again, it's, like, ghetto but not. It's just a weird, it's dirty, but then they got some brand new apartments all the way in the back. Like, you walk through all of this, this straight-up hood feel. It's straight-up hood feel. It's dust everywhere. Um, the way that the buildings are designed up front, it's just, it feels like Le Ghetto. And then you get to the back and it's like some brand new apartments. And I think there's actually, there's a, there's a language school off in Fiduce. Fiduce is a compound, like it's literally inside of a gate, but it's, in, it's, it's, a, it's a neighborhood. It's, it's a neighborhood within a neighborhood. I can't explain it. So we get over there and once again, we looking for a blanket. Shari's so nice. Every time she go into a store, she's in there like more than like eight or nine minutes. And we get to a point to where uh, Jinx gets a little annoyed. And I'm I'm patient. I'm just kind of like, well, you know, we made it here. I'm having an experience, non-judgmental for the most part. So I say, he's like, oh, my God, where is she? I said, she'll be here. He says, so will Christmas. <laughs> I just looked at him sideways and then turned my head because I was not finna get into that conversation with him. So uh, Sherry goes and buys a rack for our dishes. We don't have a, we have been putting the dishes on like a towel. We didn't have a rack. So she buys this rack and when she comes out with the rack, he goes, Oh no, you shouldn't have bought that here. We're going to the home goods store. I was like, I thought this was the home goods store, and it really wasn't a store. It's like a walk. It's like, it's like a bodega, but not. I can't, y'all. I'm telling y'all, it's like a. It's more bodega than it is store. So Shari's like, what? You know, she's all like frazzled about it. She just charged me more than I had to pay for this, cause she was like, was this worth seven dollars? I was like, nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. But mind y'all, all I done bought is some some water and some little uh, sweet biscuits, like little cracker biscuits, so that I don't pass out. So now Shari has spent money on this rack that she could have bought at the place that he intends to take us. So we walk all the way to the back, and there's this furniture store. Um, it's like a furniture, home appliances, clothing. It's like a back street Montgomery Wards. I can't explain it. I can't explain none of this. Like, you have to experience it. 
But most of y'all will come here as tourists and you just won't. Like, even when you drive through it, you're going to turn, you're going to get out of your, you're going to tell the Uber driver to turn around and take you back to the comfort of your hotel. It's that kind of thing. So we get to this place and it's nothing but men in there working. Nothing but men. And they looking, you know, they don't know how to approach us. We don't know how to approach them. So we go upstairs to the second floor where the blankets are and they proceed to look for a blanket. I proceed to just look around. I see dresses. I see a bunch of Arabic prices that I can't read. And I'm in the kind of place where I'm like, I'm not, as much as I see things that I want to buy, I'm not ready to really have these conversations because I still have the language barrier issue. Um, I'm just getting used to saying uh, thank you, you know. Um, So, They look and they look and they look and they look. Sun's going down, sun's going down, sun's going down. So, um, Shari decides she's not going to buy a blanket there. So, we walk out. And as we're walking out, for some reason, I point to some other blankets that they got hanging up downstairs. And I say, well, what about those? And she was like, oh, I don't know. And she gets back in and she's gone. And, and we don't know. And we're waiting for her for like 10 minutes. Shari comes out with her. <laughs> oh my god she comes out with a blanket that's in this plastic something something and it's huge i'm talking about like there's no way we're gonna make it back across the freeway with this fucking blanket like the way it's wrapped the way they got it packaged and i just lost it i just started laughing because that's what i do when shit gets like ridiculous to me i just start laughing and i'm really laughing because i can see us trying to get across this free i'm like why don't we just in my mind i'm like we're gonna have to just throw that bitch across the freeway and then walk across the you know it's just everything is going through my head well anyway she called an uber um but one of the things that i'm realizing about shari and jinx and me is that it's a funny combination because they like to talk, they like to socialize, they like to talk about places they want to go. And I don't know, I already told these people, I'm working on some scripts. Um, as a matter of fact, I got a shout out to Coverfly because my script moved up in uh, to the top 25%. So I'm really happy for that. Uh, and I'm working with some other people on some stuff. So I got other things to do. And to be honest, I don't really, I just cannot hang out too long without it being purposeful. I'm sorry. I just can't do it because conversations get whack. They get real whack when you're hanging out for no reason. So that was today. I crossed the highway that I, and I, I never thought I would do that. But if I keep fucking with Jinx, it's just, it's only going to get more wilder. Because Jinx be out here, y'all. He just be out here. And then he going to get in the Uber and start speaking Arabic. And I'm like, you ain't never done that. He was telling him which way to go and left and right. And I was sitting there like, I hope he helped Shari when they was looking for them blankets. I really hope he said something to help her. Because there was a moment where she was like, I don't know what he's saying. And I was like, girl, don't look at me. Do not look over here. Because I be, I, you know, I just be over in my corner. Like, let's just, I'm just here to, for moral support. So I had to tell y'all that. August 24th, I crossed a motherfucking Egyptian highway and I survived. I need a t-shirt. I need a t-shirt. Now, let me backtrack and go back to this school thing. School was great today. We we did the mock classes. Um, it, it, it's just, it's a good 
I'm learning a lot. I'm learning so much um, that I can juxtapose up against my own experience. And it's really opening me up. I'm very thankful um, that I'm learning about one of the school systems here um, and how uh, the children are educated. Now, here's the gem for today. I learned that we will have to uh, mark compositions. Kids have to write composition papers, and we have to mark them. By marking, I mean we have to grade them. So I raise my hand and I ask, uh, will the compositions be in print or cursive? And the answer is, oh, they'll be in cursive. The kids have been writing in cursive since pre-K. Bitch, pre-K, so I'm finna read some autographed papers. That's where we're failing, America. This is one of the areas we're failing now. I can always go back and forth between what's good about here and what's bad about here, what's good about America, my American experience as a teacher and what's bad. But I can tell you for sure, in Texas, kids are no longer writing past the third grade. When they get around third, fourth grade, they're just printing. Nobody's teaching cursive anymore. These motherfucking kids learning cursive before they even learn the alphabets, I think. Pre-K? Are you serious? Dead serious. So, um, that's it. I don't have nothing to say about it. We got to do something. We got to take our education into our own head. We got to do something. Now, somebody might be out there like, it don't matter if they write in cursive because they own computers now anyway. Think about your child having to sign their signature on a contract. Think about your child having to signature a piece of paper. Think about your child having to write their signature. That's important. I don't fuck what nobody say. It's important. Otherwise, they're going to be putting the X on that bitch like they slaves. And that's not what this is about. These kids, they're bilingual. Yeah, they can't get out of their seats. They got to raise their hand to talk. It's a lot of things they, they're, they're lacking. But the popularity contest is not what this is about over here. Kids adhere because their parents make them adhere. Their parents are paying for their education. I'm in a private school. So I don't know. I don't know how to bring this back and implement it. I don't know. I don't even know if I want to, right? All I know is right now I'm the messenger and you cannot kill the messenger. That will not happen. No weapons can be formed against the messenger. So that was my day today. That's pretty much it. Uh, shout out to Jones Harvey for the email. I will email you back in a couple of days. Just give me a moment. Um, shout out to my brother for being on TikTok. I sent him a TikTok video today and he was like, I already seen it. So I was like, get off TikTok. Um, shout out to my cousin Kendall. Um, I um, am looking forward to tomorrow. The other teachers come back. Um, oh, and today, uh, one of my coworkers, I cannot remember her name, y'all. The names, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling just a little bit. But uh, one of my coworkers today, she is thinking about moving to Arlington or Houston. So we had that conversation, and I basically told her Arlington is a great place. Um, it's, it's a melting pot. It's, it's a small place. It's a small suburban city um, in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, it's a great place to mix and mingle. However, I think Houston is a better melting pot than Dallas. Dallas is very segregated, i.e. Fort Worth, Arlington, right? 
Um, and um, I also told her, because she was like, it's cheaper to live there, though, right? And I was like, it might be still cheaper to live in Arlington. But since COVID and since all the fires in California, between California, Chicago, Dallas, uh, Chicago, New York, California, Chicago, and New York, the landscape of, this, of Dallas is changing. Um, to live there is becoming way more expensive. Like, you definitely... Um, probably have to have a roommate if you're not balling. That's just what that is. So I told her, if you're going to go, you better get there quick. You better get there quick. Um, but she might have money because every day she got a different Louis Vuitton purse and she dresses nice every day. And I told her that. I was like, you are a diva with the hijab and everything, girl. You are, you are, she put on makeup every day and she has a child. Um and I don't know what that means, what I just said. I just, you know, when a woman can get up and make up a face every day, it just goes against everything my tomboy attitude has. You know, I just be like, oh, my God, this lipstick, you know, it's, it's, it's torture for me. But anyway, uh, I'm making new friends and uh, seeing new things. And as long as I keep myself open, I feel like when I have really bad days, it's because on some level I've closed off one of my portals and I haven't realized it. And then when I relax... And think about what's going on and settle into being present, things begin to turn around. And I'm very thankful that I have people who call me literally every day, people who text me every day, who have nothing but um, my best interests at heart, and they're checking on me and making sure I'm good. So I'm here for that. So um, that's today's report. Next time you see me, just call me Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do that again, though. If I end up doing it again, I guarantee you it'll be because of Jinx. It'll be because of Jinx. It'll be because of Jinx. He is something else. And he don't, be, he don't think nothing about it. He don't be, he be like, well, it's just what we do. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, this ain't what I do. But I'm doing it, so I guess it is. Anyway, be good, be good, be good, be God. Peace, y'all. Thank you.